0: Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Keeson here with Louis D'Souza. This is your Daily Dose of Happy, and we're so happy you decided to join us today. And you will notice that I'm not using my usual intro because I think it's about time I changed it just because we are now recording and having our episodes played back in a number of places that don't play back on the same day that I think people are starting to get confused by it. So, Louis, I think I had to drop the date and stop saying what the date is. So, this is a new one, and I'm going to probably mess up at some point, but uh, hopefully I'll be able to remember this pretty quickly. I've got it in writing
1: anyway, so I have a shot. So, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm fine, except obviously the little technical issues I was having just now.
0: Yeah, Um, well, you know, we had to... uh, I had to rebuild my machine,
1: so we're getting the uh, sound and everything sorted. Uh, But, uh, you know, I was trying to whistle and smile and... (laughs) <laughs> just keep just going. right? Going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one
0: foot in front of the other and just keep plowing along until finally the solution presents itself, which is always, yeah, that's actually it's actually easy to have the, the battle right there—is just letting the solution present itself. It takes some time sometimes.
1: Yeah. Just give me one second.
0: Sure. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to take care of a little business and just tell people a few things. First of all, I uh, got a message from Barbie about the show on Friday. She says, what an awesome show with Dean, and it was. It was a great show. And she was also happy to hear the good news about Joy, which, Louie, I don't think you've heard. But uh, after a lot of uh, stuff, Joy is finally out of the woods, and he's feeling better. He's eating cat food. He's He doesn't have full energy yet. He's got a lot of um, healing to be done, but he's past the bad part. So we're really, really happy about that.
1: Oh, that's fantastic news, Will.
0: Yeah, it is fantastic. And, uh, it's amazing how all it takes is, you know, a loved one. Of course, in this case, it's just a cat, but it, he's a very important member of our family, you know,
1: and just and, a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I was a cat once too. You were a cat once too. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well,
0: Uh, I'll tell you what, I I love this little buddy so much that, uh, you know, you're right, the word just almost doesn't belong in the same sentence, but, you know, I try to maintain perspective and realize who he is, and I still just love him. He's wonderful.
1: Yeah, we've got this um, resident cat now as well, Walt, which is uh, Sonny. Yes, good name, too. Uh, I like that one. And uh, Sonny is... It's just such a perfect fit for our family. It's just unbelievable. It just is such absolutely perfectly fits in, even though it's not our cat, which is pretty cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got the ultimate cat—the one you don't have to take care of, but you get to have fun with.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, to, it's it's a very independent one. Like Joy likes being outside, so mm-hmm. you know I, mean, I don't know how many houses it visits, but I was <laughs> 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 like, one of them. It's a timeshare cat. <laughs> the The owners, well, the, the people that are looking after the cat, um, they eventually, after two weeks, saying, "Is the cat sleeping there?" <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> we haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> yeah. Which is, um, you know, really interesting because it seems to be working out for them, for us, for everybody, and um, for the cat. Yeah, uh, that's great. And you know, the the kids love him. Absolutely love him.
0: That's perfect. Excellent. Well, I can tell you uh, about another piece of love because we got uh, a message via YouTube from a listener about last week's show and also about previous shows that we'd done on Jin Shin Jitsu. Oh, right. Um, cool. And I wanted to share it with you because she not only wanted to share her uh, experience, but she also wanted to bring up a topic of conversation. So I think that becomes our topic for today. Her name is Sarah, and she says, Hi, guys, I've been following the show for a little over a week now, so welcome as a new listener, Sarah. And she's enjoying it tremendously. She says, It gives me an excellent way to have an interesting, quote, conversation, unquote, on my lunch break, as we aren't allowed to have our lunches together with colleagues at the moment because of COVID. I stumbled upon the YouTube channel while researching jutsu, So first, I saw the eight episodes that are devoted to this topic, and I learned so much, for which I'm very grateful. I am applying it, and it really makes a difference. The topic I was researching before is grounding, which Louie mentioned in this episode, but never got elaborated, so I would love for you to explore this topic further, maybe even see how jinshin Jitsu and grounding are related. Right now, I feel like the grounding I do by sleeping on a small grounding mat, I will buy a bigger one as soon as it's available on my local web store, sometime this month, isn't doing all that much that I notice. When I started, I felt little needle pricks on what I assume are acupoints, but now that doesn't happen anymore. Luckily, I am now learning about jinsu um from which I do feel the effect. Maybe I need to work out some blockages in order for the grounding to work better? Question. So she's curious to know what your insights would be. So what do you think?
1: So, well There's a lot of things that can help you. One of them is grounding sheets. Now, the big problem with grounding sheets I found was I'm a technical guy, as you know. So I pull out my multimeter and I go check the cable from the plug in the wall because (laughs) all all plugs in the UK are grounded. And I know my house is grounded. I've tested it and had it professionally tested as well because we have to because of the accommodation aspect and all the rest of it. So – I know my grounding works, uh, but the cable from one end to the other of this brand new grounding thing, there was no connectivity. Oh. So the cable was faulty somewhere. Huh. Now, looking at the website, which I should have done earlier in the comments, it's not, a, it's not an uncommon problem. Uh. Then when you get to the sheet, the, the sheet has copper lines in it. Now, if you check from any corner of the copper line to any other cop- um, corner of the copper line, it works perfectly. So there's beautiful copper connectivity in the sheet. Mm-hmm. But they've got a little button, which has got like a little connect- connection to the grounding plug. Um, and and that, that little button that is sewn into the fabric is not securely fastened to the actual strips in the material. Oh. So you've got a product which is flawed in two places and one is you know um it's a basic flaw. it's a design floor mm-hmm. uh, and the other one could just be a broken cable um uh, but from the comments i've seen you know a lot of people buy these things and psychologically they'll work for them sure <laughs> oh yeah but i really wanted to have the electrons from the ground flowing up and and, and you, you are the real thing so, yeah, I want the real thing. You know? So I tried it out. I had no, no real effect on it. So I decided to get up my multimeter and check everything and found the whole thing was flawed to pieces and sent it back to um the place who bought it online um, for a refund. But, you know, one of the things I would suggest you do with these grounding sheets, because there is a huge amount of evidence that walking barefoot, Um, being close to the ground, um, etc., has a very, very positive effect on the healing ability of the body. Um, Extensive um, research now from scientists, etc. So um, I'm always looking for something, and all you need to do is to touch any part of that metal sheet, um, the uh, piece of linen that's got the copper lines bedded into it, all you have to do is touch any of that with any part of your body that has not got clothes on, so your arm or whatever, your leg or whatever and that, then it will take the negative electrons from the ground, send it into your body and that has a healing effect on your whole body. Now, a lot of people are quite high off the ground you know, we're on the second story and um, oh, I thought you were talking about great, my height for a minute there <laughs> yeah, your head doesn't get as many negative electrons. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, because your body's full of water, the electrons travel quite easily all over the place in the body once you've got a little bit of it. So um the the whole thing is, first of all, you need a product that works. Yes. <laughs> Second of all, Keep even if you buy it and handy. you think it's working, <laughs> go test it. Just do yourself a favor. Test, test your plug in your house <laughs> and make sure that it's grounded properly. Make sure that the cable from the plug to the sheet is working correctly and uh, make sure that the, the whatever connects the, um, the cable to your sheet is fully grounded to those those copper lines within the sheet. Right. Really, those copper lines within the sheet really work well. I mean, I tested it from any and every corner to any and any every corner. So the sheets generally not the problem, and because they're connected all over the place, even if one does break somewhere along the line, it'll be able to pick it up from other areas. So it'll take you know, and you can throw these in the washing machine, all the rest of it. So wow, um, yeah, I, I was quite keen to 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 experiment with it and, and play with it because I'm incredibly sensitive to all of these things. Now, I wanted to step back to a previous experience in my life um, where I used magnetic mattresses. Now, <coughs> magnetic mattresses are absolutely fantastic. I'm actually doing some Jinshin at the moment. So what, what was her name? Uh, this is… Bobby. Barbie. Sure. Oh, that's Sarah. Um, so, Sarah, uh, I'm actually doing Jinshin right now. I'm holding my high 19s over here because I hear there's a little bit of something in my voice, and I know that it's going to start evening it out um, in pretty pretty quick time. So um, I just wanted to, to let you know about that. It's also, if you've got any coughing, you've got COVID and you've got coughing, or you, you've got a coughing fit or anything like that, this is a very, very useful for you. Just hold your... High 19, so I'm kind of digging in a little bit there, a little bit there. So for listeners, Um, what
0: he's doing is he's grabbing his upper forearms near the shoulders but below the shoulders.
1: Yeah, so from the elbow to the shoulder on the outside, kind of digging the fingers in the side there a little bit. To where it's slightly tender, that's the good place to hold. It's often a bit tender over there. Um, So, yeah, I can already feel my voice uh, deepening very slightly at the moment, but it will probably go even deeper. Um, so in the past, I played with magnetic mattresses. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Well, I have not. No, no. So very good at aligning the, the energies of the body and balancing you and harmonizing you, et cetera. But what I did is it took me from a very, very bad place physically. You know, I was stressed to nth degree. I had traveled to 15 countries in six months. Um, I was changing jobs. I was changing country. So it was really hectic, to put it mildly. Mm -hmm. I'd gone from South Africa to England for the first time. From England, I went and worked for the BBC in Scotland. From Scotland, I went and worked for a mobile phone company in Ireland. From Ireland, I went for an interview in London for an American company. I went for an interview in the Netherlands for uh, a Dutch company um, interview. Then at the same time, I'd flown back to South Africa for a holiday. And I'd also gone to Tanzania and then from Zanzibar, then to Zanzibar. And then I'd also been Christmas in Norway. So to put it mildly, I was in a a tremendously stressful place. And I used this mattress to tremendous benefit. It really took me from zero to to say five or six, but then I found it capped me there. And this is what I'm thinking Sarah has bumped into is they've kind of hit this cap where it doesn't allow you to go any higher. So it it even seemed to, with the magnetic mattress, hold me back. Um, now what I'm presuming with the negative electrons, because it is mother earth itself, I don't think there'll be any holding back with that. I don't think, you know, the magnetic mattress has got a certain frequency and it's going to kind of lift you to that and hold you there. So there was one country I heard that the, the salesman was talking about that if you've got a magnetic mattress, your health insurance reduces ma- tremendously. Really? If, yeah. So it was Thailand or something. Um and uh, if, if you actually have got one of these magnetic mattresses, it, it, it is so proven in their minds that um, you, you get better insurance. So, you know, a lot of these things have different effects and you've got to understand when they have worked for you and when they've stopped, stopped working for you and how to move forward and all the rest of it. So it's quite interesting.
0: Very interesting, yeah. Uh, what's even more interesting is you were kind of touching on, I'd like you to go into a little bit more detail about how it was, quote, working for you. You were actually getting some good results, even though, in your words, you had kind of capped off. But no, no, I, was, I wasn't
1: capped off until I got to a place. So for, say, six months, it was really helping me health-wise. And then after the six months, um, I, I started feeling like I can't move forward. I have kind of got to a ceiling that I was stuck at. But but so, what was it
0: doing up until then? What was the, the benefit? Can you like, quantify So it?
1: I got more energy. Um, I was feeling I had a better night's sleep um, and all the rest of it. Then as my vibration, I think this is the way I kind of looked at it. As soon as I took the magnetic mattress away, I was doing a lot more jinshin, all the rest of it. I felt I could take, take myself much higher, much quicker. Um, oh. But I don't know if it was psychological or whatever. You know, it's, it's very difficult to, right. to quantify these things not only for yourself but for everybody else out there but it's something you know i'd like to make people aware of is that these things can take you to a certain level and and in, in the case of the magnetic mattress and i don't think it would work like this with the um um with the negative ions from planet earth um with the, with the grounding so yeah i don't know um I've still got that magnetic mattress in the loft and I will never get it out again. Why? I just don't want to be brought down to that level again. I feel it's ah, okay. it, it right. was useful to getting me to X and you know, if somebody's ready down, um, haven't even thought about it, but I should probably give it to somebody. Something so, it else.
0: Helps, so let me, let me ask you this then it, it helped you get up to that level. What we're called at level
1: six. For, you know, and, and therefore I, I have a lot of respect for it.
0: Okay. So, I guess my question is, was it the device or was it you
1: that was getting you there? Well, what I was feeling was that my, my vibrational frequency was now at, so, so, so the magnetic mattress took it from zero to six, but my magnetic frequency wanted to go higher than six, but the magnetic mattress was six. So as soon as it went higher than six, it kind of brought me back down to six because that's where it is at.
0: Right, and it yeah. can't take you any higher. So that's the kind. Uh, I mean, of leading up I've to got. that, leading leading up to when before you got to six for the first time, yeah, was it the mattress that was helping you get there, or were you getting yourself there, and the mattress was like? No, I,
1: I quite I, I do give the mattress some well, it was uh, some credit. credence for helping me mm-hmm. get there because. Uh, I was at the stage where I would take help from anywhere
0: <laughs> yeah, and well, I, 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 I know there's there. a lot
1: of people who 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 are like you know who have been to that place, but you know you do get to stages where you'll you will take help from anywhere and right. you know I mean I bought seven hundred pounds worth of magnetic things wow. from Nikon the a network marketing company and you know if you want to buy these kind of things, go to a network marketing company because. They never survive unless they're good. <laughs> network marketing don't <laughs> yes, survive unless their products are good. Um, so, you know, I have a lot of respect for network marketing uh, products uh, because of that. Um, you want some really, really good c- products that are tested. Mm. Um, and they've got all, they, they, they don't have, sa- they don't have to spend money on Salesforce because the distributors are the Salesforce. So they take that money and they put it in R&D. Um, which I think is extremely beneficial Um, for the product, if you mm -hmm. can take that amount of money and put it in R&D. But, yeah, that's a sideline. Well, it's an
0: interesting sideline, though, and something that Louise and I have talked about off and on fairly frequently over the last few months, basically along the lines of products today, whether they be virtual online or computerized products or real products, there's not a lot of attention anymore to detail a lot of there's not a lot of attention to making sure that everything works great it's usually well what what can we get by with what's the minimum level that the consumer will accept and then we'll we'll, we'll sell them that so anything that helps to encourage the manufacturer to take that extra step i applaud i think that's very important because there are so many Little things, little things that you know you, you don't even think about it when you when you're purchasing the particular product or considering purchasing it. You certainly don't look for it, but then you start using it after a while, and you say, "Why didn't they do this? Why did they do this this cut corners thing? Why did not they just do this piece the right way?" And I I find myself asking that question
1: a lot, a whole lot. Well, you know what I've discovered, Walt, is that when you are designing a product, you design it for a specific audience Mm -hmm. and some products, which I'm looking at at the moment with these Mm e-scooters, I'm quite into looking at them. So I'm I'm trying to manifest one that fits a whole lot of parameters that I want. Mm. And there are the bottom of the range ones, right? The middle of the range ones Mm -hmm. and the top of the range ones. And the price obviously specifically varies. So when when you start playing with LOA and you start realizing that the law of attraction can bring in the cooperative p- components to get the best stuff for you, not necessarily the cheapest anymore right. because you're not thinking in that kind of line so much anymore. Exactly. Then you're really focused on, okay, I now, I mean, the parameters I've got, for example, I know what I don't want. Um, and I know what I do want when it comes to these things. So it's become very, very clear that whole process of what I do want, because I want a company that has got products that I can go and buy a spare battery, spare tire, etc. in the UK. Ah, mm-hmm. because if I buy one of these nice, very cheap ones from China, I've got no real support in the UK. Right. That's true. So, you know, if, you, if I'm going to buy one of these things, that's one of the most prime things I'm looking for. I don't even mind if it's built in China, but there must be a base that I can go to, a website I right. can go to. I can buy a spare battery. I can buy a spare this, spare that. Because to buy these things without being able to get spares is, is of no consequence. Mm-hmm. Then I want disc brakes as opposed to any other kind of brakes. Um, and the motors need to be brushless. And they, <laughs> So you can see I've already gone into this. Yes, um, I can tell, yes. Because brushless, you got less loss factor with the battery. So, you know, you've got a more efficient um, battery in there. And then, of course, there's other factors that it's illegal in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> they don't <laughs> take any real cognizance of it. So. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a whole lot of factors um, that you have to take into consideration. So. That's true, yeah. Well, that's part of being a, a smart consumer, I suppose. But it, it, um, I, but what I was trying to point think. out is you're saying, why don't they make it like this? It's got to do with how much money they spend on it. Oh, sure. I have entire. I have a friend whose entire job was for Ford manufacturing. His job was, and he was exceptionally good at it, was to take any design that they had for any different part of the whole car and see how much he could save by redesigning it. slightly. like, wow. And he was exceptionally good at that. Hmm. So he would take the radiator valve or something, redesign it, mm-hmm. give it back to them, and they would make be able to make it cheaper. And then he would take this part, you know, and it, and it's really a job that saves the company a lot of money. And they I'm paid sure. him a fortune. He was extremely, extremely wealthy individual, um, and extremely confident. I remember him telling me how he got the job. He said he walked in. He walked into the interview and he said, I know what I want. Do you know what you want? <laughs> and the guy was like, Ugh. he says, I know my skills. You've seen it on my paper. Is there any questions you got for me? Right. Because, you know, give me the job or don't. Just tell me. <laughs> 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 and this is how he is. And they took a chance on him. The, the guy must have been pretty wise. They took a chance on him and, you know, he's just awesome. It's just a, a level of focus which few individuals have gotten.
0: Well, Well, there's also a level of confidence that few individuals are able to achieve. I mean, we talk all the time about the various ways that, you know, you you build up your energy, your uh, high vibe, you do all this other stuff. But confidence is something that it's kind of hard. You can't really teach confidence, you know. Yeah, but there's another
1: side to him, Walt. He was socially totally inept. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Well, and kind And a of lot of these to... nerdy, nerdy guys are.
0: Um... It's similar to somebody who, you know, they have a leg injury, and they, so they lose the use of their leg for the rest of their lives, and then their other limbs gain more strength because they're, they're able to compensate, and so it gives them more ability with other limbs. So it's kind of a similar concept. This is a guy who has a real strength in one area, and, and the other area just kind of falls by the wayside. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So yeah. we've seen that all the time. But it is cool that he, he went – I just love the fact that he went in with that level of confidence. I mean, he he was ready to just, you know, blow away all this, you know, interview stuff. You either want exactly. me or you
1: don't. Yeah. Do you know what you want? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what you want? A, a pure LOA question. I'll, ever... I'll tell you if I've got it. You just right. tell me what you want. Yeah. <clears throat> I had a conversation. And that level with... of confidence is, is – if I was a manager, I would snap that guy up in a heartbeat. Mm, oh yeah. Um, but again, you know, companies are very interested in EQ mm-hmm. instead of IQ. But it does depend on the job. This kind of job, you know, I would almost go for IQ than EQ. There are circumstances where I could live with his EQ deficiency to to gain his IQ um, aspect. If he had both, of course, oh, that sure, would be yeah. the cream of the crop. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I I think, like you say, it really depends on what the job is and what's the supply. I mean, this guy sounds like he has a very rare set of skills. I mean, it's not everybody who can just take an existing product and, you know, flip it around a little bit and and turn it into a product that works just as well, but you can manufacture more inexpensively. That's not a common
1: skill set. That's not, no, because he has to know a huge amount of information on different subjects. Because he was a designer, a technical drawer um, of note. Mm-hmm. You know, he could he could redesign anything on a CAD program, etc. He also understood metals and um, yeah, you know bad. all that kind of thing. He had the highest qualification of aeronautics anywhere, <laughs> I think, on the planet. Um, he had three passions in his life, and be- because of his social aspect, he cut me off. He cut his parents off. He cut. It. I, mean, I was his best friend at school. But he cut us all off, you know, and he was proud about it. He was proud about, oh, I cut my mother off. I cut my father off. Oh, mm-hmm. now I've cut my brother off. And, oh, now I've cut you off. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. <laughs> you know, it, it was really tough because we were really, really good friends. But he had three passions. It was wine farming, Formula One. I mean, he was... He was carving new designs for chassis out of erasers at school. Really? Yeah. Wow. New designs. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. You know, he he had an intellect of par none. We used to play chess together and we were all the top team. But, you know, he was right up there, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right at the top. He just had this ability um, to focus for long periods of time on one thing. Right, And this is what meditation requires. This is what stilling the mind requires. This is what getting in the vortex requires, is that focus on one thing for periods of time. Well, it's also what they teach, too. I mean, just by doing yeah. that, you, you end up learning it. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> how many times have you sat and just watched the wind? Or the effects <laughs> that you can see on the wind. Just stare at it for hours and just look at the wind. Um, you know, once once you spend a lot of time focused on one thing, you really start to understand it to a far greater degree than people have ever perceived. You know, when you start to really look at the wind and start grasping it, you can start having a bit of control over it. Mm. You know, there's, there's these people you hear about in books, et cetera, um, who can affect the weather and Richard Bach illusions make clouds go away, <laughs> you know, walk through water, et cetera. So once you understand the nature of ground, you can affect it. Once you stand, understand the nature of water, you can, you can start having a level of control over it. Um, once you understand your body, which is much easier than all the other ones we've mentioned, um, you can start having a level of control over it, whereas Jinshin fits into that. Mm-hmm. You really start having a level of mastery which you've never dreamt of before, and it's very, very powerful.
0: Yeah, the, um, the, the, the kind of the takeaway, well, first of all, there's, there's two things I want to mention. First, you mentioned weather, and we actually have a story that we'll be telling on Wednesday with Cindy Chavez because it involves her directly but uh the the long story short there it was it wasn't actually about controlling the weather, it was about controlling the electricity after the weather uh because she lives in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and a pretty significant hurricane uh category two hurricane passed through there and knocked out the power for you know a few hundred thousand people and yeah. uh where she lives she She lives in a uh a neighborhood that is one of the last ones that typically gets turned on when they're having to turn the power back on. So she was expecting they were going to lose power for a week. I mean, that would have been par for the course. She and I were corresponding. She was on her phone. You know, that was her only power. <laughs> and uh, we were texting. And she says, uh, so tells me the story. And I say, well, you know, let's let's put it out there that uh, you're, you're going to get the power back in 24 hours. Let's make it a miracle. And she says, well, that would be an uber miracle. I said, okay, let's go for an uber miracle. Why not? You know, <laughs> she says, okay, I'm game for that. And so we kind of put our minds together and put it out there and, you know what? The power came on in twenty-three point five hours. Twenty-three point five. She got her Uber miracle.
1: <laughs> One half hour short of twenty-four. <laughs> I'm not quite sure why Uber gets the miracle word, but um They <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 need a little help. Their stock isn't doing too well lately, so <laughs> well Yeah there's they just jumped into a market with not a huge amount of respect for the existing infrastructure. Though.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yep. But that's another story. Uh, but yeah. anyway, that was the, the, <laughs> the first thought I, the first point I wanted to make. The second point goes back to that confidence thing, because that confidence is huge. You mentioned uh, imagining, you know, what's it like if you just studied the wind for hours on end? Mm-hmm. And it made me think about how uh, this summer Louise and I spent a lot of time at the beach. And literally after we get ourselves set up. I would just be sitting there in my chair under the canopy because I couldn't handle the sun, just, you know, watching things. But I wouldn't stay on one thing. I would stay Mm -hmm. on one thing for maybe 20 seconds and then go 30 seconds on this one and 10 seconds on this one, maybe a minute or two on that thing, you know, but not staying on one thing. Mm -hmm. And I was feeling very relaxed as a result. And my concentration was improving dramatically as a result. I can only imagine what would have happened if I had literally done nothing but say study the wind for all those mm. hours that we were there. First of all, I would probably have fallen asleep from boredom because that would be my natural tendency. Mm-hmm. But if I could have somehow stayed awake and alert through all that i i'm I'm not sure what would have happened, but it would mm. have had some sort of transformatory effect, I would think
1: you see in time, one comes to understand one thing and that's the mind that the westerner calls a mind just is a regurgitating machine Mm. for past events or possible futures and that's it and it just goes in circles um the original new thought about what you want um is an expansion and that's, that's from source that's from the vortex. So what, what you start realizing is you really want to tap into, I think the Buddhists call it the chitta mind. So it is the vortex mind, as we know it in Abram Hicks, Hicks, Hicks language. And that is when the pure positive energy, that's all the new ideas of how to manifest and create and, and assemble everything that you want is sitting, waiting for you. Um, And once you sit and study the wind for an hour or so, what is happening is now your conscious mind, which is really just regurgitating things, gets bored like you were talking about. And what happens is it just lets go and it says, Hi, It's nothing nothing left that I can do anymore. So Mm -hmm. kind of what I find it does is it spins. So it doesn't grab onto anything anymore because the wind, what about the wind, the wind, what about the wind, the wind. And it kind of goes in a circle where it's not, there's no traction. It's like in neutral. It's just spinning. So it's not really grabbing. And because of that, you actually feel more relaxed because you're now tapping into a higher mind and the source energy and everything's balancing out in your body. Everything's becoming cool because the mind is not in the way anymore. So the mind's kind of gone into that nice neutral state. But that's where I, I usually think. fall asleep. Yeah. I mean, so what is happening there, Walt is your energy levels are, um, well, let's say there's so much tension in the body that you know what happens when you have a huge relief and release, you go, Ah, <sighs> mm-hmm, right? and there is a level of, I want to go to sleep because this is just so blissful. But as you tune yourself into that state more and more often, it's not, ah, oh, anymore. It's like,
0: ah, oh. <laughs> you
1: know, it's like a, a wide awake and different and, and clarity. And it's just, and, and all your senses are tightened and, and you're just feeling so alive. Um, so yeah. Trying to trying to point people in the direction of tapping into that source energy is something that I, I like to talk about to those few listeners that haven't already got bored. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a subject which is so are you there? Are difficult. you still there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so difficult to to really grasp and and, and to put your fingers on it. So, um, so, so you're kind of playing in a in in a very abstract world, but that is the key to tapping into the power that creates worlds and to to your own direction, to your own getting what you want. Um, and I think it's really really important because people need to understand the the uh, as an Indian. Uh, who was explaining the Indian culture and belief structure, was saying the other day, he says that the Indians give very little credence, if any, to the thoughts at all. Mm-hmm. They know that that unless you're going to the chitta mind, you're just getting a, a monkey that's repeating stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just going on and it's saying the same thing again and again. And you really want to get past that. You want to get to a place where... You can tap into those new ideas, those new juices, the things that make you just want to salivate with excitement and joy. You want to, you want to get to that place because that's when you are starting to tap into it.
0: Well, what I get to is a place where everything quiets, and and it's just I'm just kind of musing on. You know, typically I'm musing on on the waves. You know, if we're at the beach, I'm just kind of focused on the waves, and I'm just watching the waves and watching the waves and watching. So They're very waves. hypnotic, and that
1: is yeah. very good for putting the mind in neutral. The way I it,
0: but it never really gets beyond that. I know I don't get to the point where I say, "Oh, the waves!" <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs>
1: um, so a lot of us <clears throat> lower our faculties our five physical senses. We lower them. We go and we have junk food. We have crisps. We have sweets. We have too much sugar. We have heavy meat. We don't eat the right time, etc. So what we're doing is we're lowering our senses. Now, if you, Walt, wanted to have a, a greater life, a better life, would you say that increasing your five physical senses is beneficial or not?
0: Oh, sure, yeah, because Absolutely. that's where we
1: experience the life. Absolutely, but we – do I use the word consciously or unconsciously? I suppose a bit of a mixture. Go out and buy shit for our bodies. <laughs> it depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> so some of us are a bit conscious about it, but some of us are so, – I mean, the, the guys that are really harming themselves are the guys that have gone overboard about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't eat this. I can't eat that. I can't eat this. I can't eat that. I must not eat this. I must eat that. You can't eat meat. You mustn't eat meat. You mustn't do that. Can't eat sugar. You can't have that. You can't smoke. You can't. You know, those, those guys have lost the plot completely. All right, because they're so busy pushing against what they don't want. The universal law, law of attractions amplifying it, and they just get more what they don't want, and the right. whole thing is going screwy out of bounds. So, what, what you're looking to do is to to heighten your senses. So, um, this guy this lecturer was was, um, (laughs) at a university and he was saying, the guys were saying to him, ah, you know, you're really for all this enlightenment and and, and great experiences. You know, why don't you help us fight for allowing us to have drugs freely allowed at university? So, (laughs) so, so so he put it in a really fascinating way. He said, okay, so uh, let me put it like this. So you want to go flying? Yeah. Now, are you happy to go flying with um, a pilot that's all drugged up? You know, is all trippy. Mm,
0: yeah.
1: He says, you know, and they were like looking at him and says, you know, he's flying before he's flying. You know, you happen to fly with somebody who's flying? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah, okay. He says, I don't think you're really getting it. Let me, let me put it another way. All right, you're just going to have a major heart bypass operation. Are you happy if your surgeon comes in drugged up? Yeah, that's, That gets a little closer, yeah. Yeah, it's a little closer to home, isn't it? So, it is. Well, what, yeah. what are you going to say, you know? So what he's saying is that your body is the biggest chemical factory in the world. Mm-hmm. Fact. It's not, a, it's not just something that I'm made up. It's a fact. It has the ability to create incredible different variations of chemicals like that. And it's really good at it. And it's very good at it. Yeah. So... Why are you taking a chemical from outside and putting it inside and suffering the side effects of that when you can, with meditation and yoga and other techniques, which we've taught for centuries, enhance all your senses, get to that place of clarity and having your body redesign it and give you that that, that, that incredible feeling of, success and, and happiness and alignment, alignment, etc., without any drugs.
0: Uh, to me, without I mean, without them at all. To, to me, the, the hardest part would actually be getting there with the drugs. So, I mean, to me, it's a little bit bewildering because I recall back in my college days, having experimented a bit. And I, from what I remember, it's like, I can't imagine getting to a good place with that. That just would have been counterproductive.
1: So <laughs> I, I'm in one of those rare positions. I think where I, I've never taken a drug in my life. It's paracetamol or something. And I, and I really can't comment much on it.
0: You literally have <laughs> besides, not, not missed anything. You truly haven't.
1: Besides understanding what Abram Hicks said is that when you are taking drugs, you were step three. But while you were amplifying step <laughs> three, you're messing up step one. Yeah. You're messing up step one, step two. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you can't focus. You, you lose your focus when you're taking the drugs. But yes, you're in the allowing. It's all cool and everything's lovely. Yeah. Face. But you, you, you know, I, I, I love that session where Abram Hicks was taking this guy who said, oh, I love you and I love everybody on stage. And they were saying, yeah, but what do you want? Oh, but I just love everybody. (laughs) But what do you want? Oh, but (laughs) what do you want? (laughs) I don't know what I want. (laughs) I want you to legalize drugs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it was a very good example of how it affects step one um, and it affects step three. Um, So I was really, really appreciating that clarity because it really gave me something like, because I took a cigarette with my sister down the street we, we stole one of my grand cigarettes went down the, the the road i took the puff of it one puff and i coughed my lungs out and i said how can anybody smoke this i can't I yeah, took it was, away and I walked away that was, <laughs> that was the end of it yeah that that was my entire experience with a cigarette never mind any drugs <laughs> <laughs> um and because i had asthma as well it was like obviously yeah. i wanted to really play with. Yeah, so, asthma
0: and cigarettes, that would work really well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I, I'm really wanting to encourage people to find their place in them, and there's so many different, unique ways that individuals can go and get to that place, you know. There are infinite amount of ways for you to find out how to increase your physical senses, how you can see better, you know, improve my eyesight by more than half, and it really makes a difference it really makes a difference i don't have these um coke bottle glass anymore you know (laughs) which is uh, great which is great and you know if i my my one focus that i wanted to achieve physically in my life is to get twenty twenty vision again and jinshin's helped me improve it by half and kind of stopped I've, i've kind of hit a line and i I can see – what's my big thing, Walt? If I, if, if I was to say to you, what, what is Louis seeking and what, what does he really enjoy and appreciate? What's the one thing that I often bring up?
0: Hmm. Well, I guess if I had to pick one thing, it, it's the answer to the question of why are you here and what are you contributing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is clarity.
1: Clarity, yeah. Yeah. So – I was wondering why I had bad eyesight as a kid, and of course, to get clarity, you're playing with contrast. Mm-hmm. So when you can't see well, it's because you want to see well so badly. <laughs> right. And and uh, that that was incredible for me when I started to realize, oh my gosh, that's why I was like that, because I really wanted to see better. I wanted to really have clarity in my life. So to do that, I needed to have the contrast. I needed to be not seeing well on all different levels. So, you know, when you start looking back at these things, they really start making sense to you and they start fitting into place in your life. Is, is that joy? This is actually harmony. And That's harmony. Okay. This is harmony,
0: yeah. She's more active right now than he is. He's He sleeps about uh, 18 hours a day right now, 20 hours a day, because he's still mm-hmm. healing, yeah. Right now, uh, she she's basically angling to go outside, and we're not letting anybody outside, and she doesn't understand why, so I'm trying to help her get through that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Can a, you not let Harmony out with keeping Joy in? Is that because Joy likes being out so much, you feel it's a bit unfair?
0: Well, it's also unfair for her. This is this is actually more of a Louise preference than a Walt preference, but,
1: you know, we... we oh, okay. <laughs> I understand that whole dynamic. Yes. <laughs> You it's know, like, it's, well, it's, we'll get there. It, it just takes a little time, you know. It's easy to sort out life according to your rules. But when you right. cohabitate, there there has to be this um, kind of negotiation.
0: It's just kind of working through stuff. She'll get there. I mean, there was a time where she was resistant to having him out 24 hours, seven days a week. Mm. And at the time, if if at the time what happened this past you know, seven or eight day period had happened then, she would have said, see, I told you, this is exactly what I was concerned about. But she actually got to the point where she said, you know, you're right. He's a much happier cat when he's outside. And so that's the way we ended up going because we could come to that agreement. She said, Something similar will happen here. We'll we'll find a way for Harmony to get outside. It's just, she's going to be a little bit uncomfortable for a bit. But I think it's actually probably good for her to be honest because how do I say this? She is a very determined cat to the point mm-hmm. where when she doesn't get her way, she has literally hissy. temper <laughs> She hisses at, at, at joy. She <laughs> hisses at everything. <laughs> and we have to have little talks with her saying, no, 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 no. This is not the way this works in this house. <sighs> so, yeah, it, it's good mm-hmm. all the way around. It's it, It's like everything else. Everything it plays out in its own time. Yeah, it plays out in the way it needs to play out. Some people say it's in it's in God's plan, and that's fine. That's a good way to experience it. But for me, it's just things play out the way they need to play out because that's mm. the, way the whole vortex has been spinning around. You know, so it's all good. That's another way of saying the same thing. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, I was thinking a lot about how to increase my senses, you know, like mm-hmm. my eyesight and I've done that and just my touch, you know, blindfold yourself for a while and get get, get better with your touch and wander around your ha- house blindfolded or, you know, I've got enough discipline, I just close my eyes and I just wander around. I love going up the stairs just by feeling um, <laughs> and finding my door handle. Uh, you know, I, I do all these things all the time just to, I don't know. I just enjoy it. You know, you know that the, the blind guy's got better hearing and better oh, yeah. senses and touch and, and all the rest of it. So you can heighten your senses in so many oh, yeah. ways. No doubt. I agree. Um, and uh, so one of the things I found is is really appreciating the positive aspects of the food. If I've got a crisp, really, really, really enjoying the taste aspect of it because that's one of the best aspects to (laughs) it, Chris. Also enjoying the salt aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, we bought a popcorn machine because we add our own homemade salt, not homemade salt, but we buy high quality salt and then we add the herbs from the garden and and, um, the chilies and all the rest of it. So we have this popcorn with all these chilies and things and, and herbs. and and, and all the rest of it. And we know it's gone and gone into it. So popcorn has become quite a big thing. It's the healthiest snack in our house. Okay. And the popcorn machines are really, really cheap. You know, they they cost yeah. like 20, probably what, 15 US dollars or something. Mm-hmm. Um, And they're all air. So it's hot air goes in there and there's no right. cleaning up or anything. It's just so easy. Right. And, you know, if the kid's getting snacky or something, let's go make popcorn. And, yep. you know, it, it kind of fills that gap period where you might be snacky and it's really something fairly good. Um, We get them because of that. They tend to drink a lot more water Mm -hmm. um, because the water and salt relationship is very good for you. Um, The herbs are doing something in the background. (laughs) So it's all helping. But, you know, as you go along, you're starting to find things that help you keep your body cleaner, tidier, um less stressed um, more focused, get your five physical senses really going to a higher degree um, and I must admit, my levels of anger have decreased massively, even in the last year, and slowly but surely they 're going down and down. I know as you get older, you tend to no, not that old. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> You tend, you tend to be more laid back. Um, so, you know, I'm riding that wave as well as also moving all the things in myself, and cleaning up the body and detoxing, you know, I'm very aware of my, um, my stool and how it comes out and, and the ease of my digestive system and how it all works. So, cause if, if I'm blocked in my digestive system or something's wrong there, it it definitely reflects in all areas of my life. It affects with me energetically wise, um, anger wise, uh, and a few other one little things in my life. But those are probably the two main ones. And I'm very, very, very aware of the whole dynamic going on in the body. Um, And slowly, but surely you, you, you gain from so many different angles that more, positive, focused, clear um, structure going on your body. Things just work so much easier. The properties which I used to rent used to be such a nightmare to change. Now the right tenant comes at the right time, at the right place, with almost, you know, with two days in between. Um, Just can't believe how brilliant my new tenant is for my one property at the moment and even the other one. Uh, and the, I'm busy changing one at the moment. So, uh, everything's just going so smoothly. It's just unbelievable. I mean, there's really tough times at the moment Yeah, sure. <laughs> and to get beautiful tenants is, is great, you know, especially for landlords and you're really you're looking to see how you can make this easier with all different facets of my life. Things are just getting easier and easier and easier. And then you're jumping forward. You're not saying, "Oh my God, oh, touch wood," or "How oh, long is this going to last?" That's right. all gone. All that kind of stuff is gone. You're now looking to go further and further and further and further and further forward, because you know you're just playing with contrast. You're now just playing with a higher level of contrast. Right. So you're you're, you're kind of playing that wave as you go up and up and up, and it's really important to. Um, so getting back to
0: the uh, the little story I was telling about you know, sitting at the seashore and mm. uh, not staying focused on one particular thing for any great length of time for fear I'd fall asleep, you're basically giving all this in answer to that, and the answer is focus on raising awareness of
1: the senses, whatever way it takes to do that. In Jin Shin, when we work on people in the beginning that say they come for change sessions, I, mean, I don't do this kind of thing, because i don't treat other people except in the study days um but most people who take up Jin Shin Jitsu land up being practitioners you know i'm one of those rare individuals that still only does it because I want to perfect my self help and 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 be around these incredible individuals who have learned this art because mm-hmm. they they really are an amazing bunch of people <laughs> really are mm-hmm. um so you, <clears throat> you, you know, I kind of lost the plot. What was I saying?
0: Well, we were talking about uh, raising uh, the awareness of the senses. Oh, yes. Yeah. So
1: so so let's say they come for train sessions and what happens is in the beginning they fall asleep.
0: Kind of like what you just said. You're treating them, <laughs> treating them, they fall asleep.
1: Treating them, they fall asleep. Treating them, they fall asleep. And then eventually they get to the stage where, they're so harmonized that oh, they can have a very wide open, very clear conversation with you through the whole hour treatment, mm-hmm. and and so it goes on. So as you you clean yourself out and all the rest of it, you get to that place. You know, I love, I love what Jim Rohn says. He says, hmm, Abram Hicks says this as well, getting get ready, to get, ready to get 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 ready. So you you're kind of leaning on your past vibration so you've, you've increased your vibration in the past to there and are you increasing a little bit there so you're getting ready to get ready to get ready and then this amazing experience happens where this guy comes and you're manufacturing these products and you're making millions and you know blah 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 and all these other things just fall into your lap you hear loads of stories like that on the internet like loads okay i don't know some might be fabricated but you know there are definitely um many that i know Mm-hmm. Um, even around me in my circles, you know, I rub shoulders with millionaires and you know, I would never have never dreamt of that kind of thing before. <laughs> but it's it's now one of those things where you're 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 just slowly um improving yourself and you're not focused on, oh, how long is this gonna last, when's it gonna die, or you know, when's it gonna flop? And you know, that literally has no effect on me anymore whatsoever and it did very much did because I know a lot of people have that problem, have a problem, um, and I had it, but that doesn't literally have any power over me anymore because I understand intellectually how the whole law of attraction works. Because of the whole clarity of the thing, I know that all that's happening is me doing it to myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's nothing else involved at all. If I do go down, it's because I'm touching wood, because I'm thinking that I may go down, that it's going to be amplified. So, you know, it just becomes so clear about how to move forward and move forward and move forward and move forward and to appreciate where you were last month or last year and where you are now and really milking that difference. And that does help. Because it's lot. so easy to say, "Ah, oh, I haven't progressed from last week, last month or something, but kind of take it back a year. Right. Maybe two years or, or something. Far, far, far enough up. where you can see the difference. Exactly. Yeah. And then milk that, milk that and milk that and say, you know, hey, I did that in that time frame. I'm sure I can speed that up a bit now because mm-hmm. you could kind of believe that. And, you know, I could shorten that time frame and then just work on that and improving and improving, improving yourself. And it's, uh, it's a journey, but it's fun. And,
0: and by the way, you were mentioning the importance of letting go of the thing, whatever it is that you've been focusing on, that letting go of when's it going to happen, letting go of how is it going to happen, letting go, letting go, letting go. Um, And I bring that up because uh, a few weeks back uh, for a number of shows, we were talking about the possibility of getting LOA Today on television. Mm -hmm. And literally that's the approach that I took. I mean, I was getting excited. We were having great conversations. People were saying, oh, this is so good. I'm so glad it's working out for you. I really had no idea how to get to the next step. And so Mm -hmm. I just let it go. Mm -hmm. And then at one point, uh, I got a piece of information that kind of came to me and followed up on that, and then I just let it go for a bit. Well, Mm -hmm. that process has paid off to the point where I've had a contact with somebody here in the town where I live who runs the local cable access, and we are now talking about getting LOA Today started five days a week, starting in November. And that only happened because I kept letting go. If I had tried to make that one happen, ha, forget it. <laughs> that was not
1: going to be. <laughs> it was the letting go that, that made the difference. That, that's when you start realizing that the Walt individual does not have the same power as the source Walt. Yes, exactly. So letting go and let God, or letting go and let your higher self, or letting go and let your vortex. um, It's it's disorienting, though, because
0: because if if you're not used to doing that, first of all, if you're not even used to connecting, I certainly have only in the last few years had even some semblance of what felt like Mm. connection. And I am definitely getting better at it, but I also know many of my co-hosts are a whole lot better at it than I am. They can do things that I'm just like, oh, my God, how do you do that? But nevertheless, I have been making my little bits of progress. And yet, even in the very early stages, it can often feel like, okay, am I doing this? <laughs> what am I doing here? Am I doing this right? This is a waste of time. What's going on? No, no, keep going. All right. You know, you play all these little things out mm. in your head, but you do it. You mm. don't just shirk it. You know, you actually just keep going and take steps and they're sometimes random steps, sometimes they're backward steps, sometimes they're no steps at all because you don't know where to go. And you're saying, is this really doing anything? And then one day Mm. it turns into something you say, Damn, how did that happen? (laughs) (laughs) But like you say, if you keep at this stuff, if you keep going for it, if you keep, you know, taking the step forward and getting more excited. It starts to take on a life of its own. And that's literally what's happened here. It has taken on a life of its own. And and literally, the um, I, I actually got an email from the person who runs the local station. Uh, got it today. And that email raised all of these different questions and topics that I wanted to bring up with them. But if I had, to try, if I had tried to do it the way I wanted to do it, I never would have gotten there. Mm-hmm. But she brought up all the stuff that I wanted to know about. I was like, well, this is easy. I didn't have mm. to do anything.
1: <laughs> that is so great, you know. Um, just the way so many things have worked out in my life, it just goes on and on and on, you know. Um, the perfection of it, the, you know, you couldn't have planned this better if you tried. You know, just, Right, exactly. This doesn't work. I mean, the tenant that moved into my other property walked past the property, saw there was a for sale sign, knocked on the, ten- the existing tenant's door and said, You know, I want um, some, I'd I'd like to take this place. Can you give me the landlord's number? Phone me. Mm -hmm. means no agent for me. Right, sure. Um, She was so keen um, that she had visited the tenant about three times. So I knew she was really keen. Right. Then I found out that she was number one. And because I had bought properties in this area, a friend of mine bought properties in this area, and I knew he had number one. So I phoned him up and said, hey, what's this um, tenant like? So I got first-hand information what this tenant was like and all the rest of it and, and all the rest of it. And then the transition was only like a day or two. Uh, and she's paid every month for months and months now, um, every day on time and, you know, communicates easily and quickly and is, um, looks after the property well. You know, it's just, you know, there's so many different things and, that went on during that whole transition. I haven't even started explaining some of them um that just meshed meshed for her meshed for my existing tenant meshed for me um and meshed for everybody else I actually there was an agent who was starting to look after uh, look into and and got lettings etc and i gave him part of the contract to sign and all the rest of it even though i find a tenant so mm-hmm. you know i still kept him in the loop and everything just worked beautifully it just was so easy and i'm so glad i did that because there are certain new legal ramifications of the the contract, et cetera that's changed, and he knew them, and he was right on top of it, and all nice. of that fitted in perfectly um even the um <clears throat> the existing tenant um's brother was an electrician, and he replaced my whole um electrical board, et etc, for a fraction of the price of all these other guys wow you know and and it just goes on and on and on and i, I mean. She was amazing because she lived in the same road as me my right. previous tenant, right and she'd just gone through a divorce, and her kids go to the school across the road, so she wanted something <laughs> something near so you know everything Absolutely. just worked out. I mean you know, I could go on and on about how many things work out in our lives now that didn 't before you know we didn 't believe it we didn't understand that it 's not up to us it 's up to the law of attraction and it 's up to our higher selves and it's, you know, let go, let God aspect. We didn't, we didn't really get all that. So we were bumping to all these mental obstacles we were really creating for ourselves. Right, right. And, you know, a lot of LOA when you start taking it to a deeper level is, is about faith. And that faith is all about the fact that you do have a source energy. You do have mm. a vortex. You do. <clears throat> the law of attraction does amplify what you focus on. Um and uh, then it's not faith anymore. You just know that's how it is. Yeah, it starts. And to now that everything. I know the, the rules to the game of life, let's play it. It's easy. And then you can forget about all this. I mean, the only, the only reason I'm still doing this, because this is my passion, is mm-hmm. talking about it. But most people can just carry on doing whatever they want to do and never have these kind of conversations at all. But they now understand the rules. They can apply it to their unique world.
0: Well oh, plus, they end up
1: listening to the program too because it's nice to have a positive
0: program to listen to. <laughs> that's what we get. Yeah, that as well.
1: <laughs> um, so you know, I just I just really enjoy talking to people about the subject because that floats my boat. Uh, you know, that really excites me. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been a wonderful hour,
0: and I want to thank you once again for taking this on. I mean, you, I basically threw this topic at you without any pre-warning and you ran with it so beautiful job first of all and second of all thank you for uh, all those insights starting with grounding and look where it took us that's pretty cool
1: thank you well i'm looking forward to this whole tv thing as well
0: yeah, it's going to be fun. I'll I'll be sharing more information as it comes, but yeah, it looks like it's actually going to happen. How cool is that? That's I may crazy. have even discovered a new way to to generate audiences. Well, then we'll we'll have to see how that plays out. In the meantime, I will bid you adieu until next Monday. Thank you very much to our podcast listeners as well, and we will see you all next time here on
1: Ellaway Today. Goodbye, everybody.